morning and out to school. The teacher is teaching the golden rule. American history and practical man. You study him hard and hoping to I want to piggyback on something you just heard from Paul Jurgens in that news center about uh, car in the media and I-29 mile marker. I believe he said 64, if I was able to jot that down correctly. I uh, received a, a video from a friend of mine, and we heard from a caller off air, uh, traffic backing up as well on I-94 on the bridge. Uh, I, I don't know if we've heard if there was an accident. There's a suspicion that there has been something, obviously, if you have traffic backing up. You got the roadmap. Yeah, up I pulled there, up Eric? the traffic map, and it's yeah. uh, both directions. It looks like the westbound direction is becoming the bigger problem as we speak, but it's still very slow in the eastbound yeah. direction, almost all the way to the tri-level. So it's backing up significantly. Uh, In Moorhead, it's it's almost to what is that thirty fourth street? Almost backed up to there. there. Yeah. Yeah, So so. keep that in mind if you're out and about uh, making the trek home or elsewhere, and uh, keep it locked into KFGO. We'll let you know about all the traffic you need to know, whether it's weather related or a a crash somewhere. Uh, But we don't know if you don't tell us. You can do so by calling us at two three seven. Five nine four eight or texting us at three five two seven zero. In fact, Interstate ninety four in more traffic moving at about five miles an hour westbound crash on the bridge, one lane close. That comes in uh, to our text club. So thanks for giving us a little bit more details there. And we will break into any conversation with all you need to know to get you home safely as well. But I wanted to uh, have a conversation here because it was just last Wednesday, uh, almost a week ago, December fourteenth. Northern Cass School District was. Uh, recognized as one of the most innovative and impactful education providers in America in 2022. Uh, They were just recently recognized for reimagining rural education, implementing some new ways, personalized education model. And I just want to learn more about this. To do so, we reached out and we were able to connect with uh, the uh, superintendent in Northern Cass. His name is Dr. Corey Steiner. Dr. Steiner, I appreciate you taking time here on KFGO. Congratulations on the award. Yeah, thanks so much for having us. I uh, appreciate the congratulations. We're a pretty proud school district as of the last week. Well, uh, explain what the award was for before we ask, because uh, I know that uh, there was, you know, and I don't want to say a prize, but th- there were some grants provided as well. But what was the award in recognition of, Dr. Steiner? Yeah, so the, the YAS Prize is uh, a national award. It started last year. Um, this this last year they had 2,700 applicants. They narrowed it to 64 those 64 would be guaranteed at least 100,000. Then they go to 32. That's 200,000. And then uh, they basically recognize the finalists and the winner, which can get up to 500,000. And ultimately, what they're looking for is four things. They're looking for projects that are sustainable, projects that are transformational, projects that are outstanding, and projects that are permissionless. Um, and, and we were recognized in the transformational area for our, our commitment to, to create a model called full-service community schools. So we're, we'll be granted from that organization $500,000 to move that work and that commitment along in our wow. district. That's phenomenal. I mean, you think about what a public school can do with that uh, amount of money that was earned. And it was earned because the work's already started with this uh, this wraparound model. I, I'm curious, can you give an example of what that means for somebody that's listening. You know, I, I'm from a small school district up in Leeds. I had 16 kids in my class when I graduated all those many moons ago. Just describe this model and how it's different. Yeah, that's, it's a great question. Um, ultimately, what it looks at is, you know, schools, the, the fundamental 
job of schools has changed, and, and that's whether people agree with it or not. And it's this idea that we now need to provide wraparound services for our learners, which means it's not only the educational side, but it's, it's how do we provide mental health needs? And if possible, can we figure out a way to provide medical and dental and vision? And not necessarily at the cost of the school district or the taxpayers, but can we create partnerships that will benefit the organizations that would come out and provide these services on site? You know, our location is unique. You know, we're 35 miles from Fargo. We're located in the middle of cornfields. We serve six very small communities, and, and we know that distance has become a bigger barrier than ever before, and access is even more difficult. So it's our idea of saying, like, what are those essential services that we don't have that our communities need, that our learners need, our families need, and then figuring a way to bring them here uh, because we are a hub of our community. I'm curious what the results have been. And now that this uh, this model's been out there, I, I mean, what's the end product? Obviously, you got recognized for the concept, but I assume that there has to be some outcome that was provided as well. What did you learn from this? Yeah, I think, well, we learned a couple things. Is, is what it, Part of it was what you just said, like, what, what do we want What do we want to be? You know, we, we, we're not interested in being a clinic, and we're not interested in being a child care facility. What we're interested in is meeting the needs of our communities and being very flexible doing that. And it's really important that, we don't use this money to put something in place that's not sustainable. Like we need to have a long-term plan of how, when we start to provide things that the community desires and needs, that it doesn't go away. So that was one of the things that we really need to think long-term and how do we sustain. Uh, and then I think the other thing was uh, how to be outstanding with this. And, and what I mean by that is not just creating something that's the bare bones. Like if somebody can come out and say, hey, I can see a medical provider and it's just telehealth and it's not my provider. Um, and it creates more issues when I do that, but something that truly provides like great care in whatever sector that we need to provide that care in. Dr. Corey Steiner is our guest, uh, talking of, and he's superintendent of the Northern Cass School District. Uh, uh, an acknowledgement, a ceremony. They were awarded five hundred thousand uh, dollars because of some of the phenomenal, uh, I guess, transformational work they're doing in that district. It, was this brought on or was it already considered before this pandemic hit? Because I think about how that has impacted the way we uh, educate, the way that children are educated. I think about the e-learning days, about all the variety of things now taking place. Was this in the works prior to or was this a result from the pandemic? Again, another great question. And what I would say is like the mental health services, we have a, a therapist from the village in a partnership with them three days a week. Prior to COVID, we were at one day. Now we're at three, and we still have a waiting list. And so I think what we found out from the time during COVID is that the needs were always there. They've, we've now been able to see them more clearly. And I think our families have been willing, uh, you know, North Dakota are a proud people, but families have been willing to reach out and say, hey, we're struggling. Hey, you know, we've never really recovered since the pandemic. Now we have an inflation issue. Uh, and, and so some of it was in place, but the idea of like really truly going all in with all services that, that are needed, that's the part that really came about in probably the last six to eight months. Uh, uh, Don uh, Steiner, one thing that uh, comes to mind here is how uh, I've made the argument back in my days out in the state Senate here and now being a talk show host that we've always seemed to add more onto teachers and what we expect of them. You know, not only, you know, providing the curriculum, uh, doing all the, the extracurricular as far as grading, but also now it's the mental health, as you've been talking about, some of those other, uh, I think, very personal uh, situations for a student. Uh, have you heard from teachers? Do they appreciate this? Does this take some of that burden 
that I think that they've been now just kind of forced into off of them. I, you know, yes, I think it does. And we have heard from them. You know, okay. when, when we added our mental health therapist on site, it had allowed our elementary and secondary counselors to do the jobs they were hired to do. They were never meant to be therapists. And, you know, even though I will tell you, teachers, they're, they're heroes, not only in our district, but across the country and across the state. But what, what we found out is, is, you know, they're always taking things home. They're taking emotional baggage home because they, it's, it's impossible just to say, well, this kid's struggling with this. I'll just leave that at the door. And so if we can find a way to help reduce some of that, what we call an invisible backpack with our learners, so they can come in and really truly, like, say, learning is what I can do today, that makes the job of teachers easier. Not an easy job, but an easier job. So what we're trying to do is let teachers teach and let the experts who, who can deal with the other things come onto our site and help us with those things. I just think it's such a great model. You know, it's only, it, it finds me... And this chair saying, God, why, why hasn't this been tried before? <laughs> you know, and to hear that it's being recognized from all your work and uh, the staff administration, the teachers up there, uh, you know, with this award, it's, I think there's bright things ahead, uh, Dr. Steiner. I'm curious, where do you see this going forward? Well, we, we've already engaged our community. We've got, a, we'll have our actually second community uh, advisory group meeting tomorrow. Um, we have representatives from each community that are coming together and saying, like, how do we go about this? And, and our next steps are we're going to survey stakeholders in the district and outside. We're going to have conversations in the communities to say, really, are we meeting the needs? This is not a bomb referendum. This is going to be a community project where they might be out at the school, but this isn't going to be school-led. We want it to be a true partnership, that this is something that the community will own from all sides. Um, and it's going to include some major partnerships that we're going to we're going to be looking forward to announcing very soon from the whole region in there. And I think eventually what we'll have is we'll have a model that can be replicated and duplicated in any rural, whether it's Leeds or Scranton from where I'm from, because people understand that the organizations can work together no matter the distance using some of the things we've learned from COVID and, and meeting the needs of rural communities that and to nobody's fault have often been forgotten as we've grown in our metro area. Two things. Uh, you're, you're right that this is a model. I'm getting messages to my personal phone saying that they love the concept that you and I are discussing up in the Leeds area. So I'm happy to see that. But also, you said you can have some major announcements. I give you my word. You want to make those announcements. This is a platform to do so right here on Afternoons Live. So when they come around, Dr. Steiner, I hope to have you back so you can uh, spread the good word out there. We will do that, definitely. We would appreciate the opportunity. Is there anything that I missed that, you know, the parents out there, these teachers, these school board members that are listening uh, need to hear before I let you go? Yeah, I think the the thing I would share with them is, is somebody asked me why we can do this work, and it was because, you know, our board has been extremely supportive of a different model of education, our personalized competency-based learning. Our parents, you know, it's been, there's bumps along the road when you change a, a educational model, but they've been supportive. Our learners are amazing. Our educator is amazing. I think what we're trying to do is an example of what you do when you just try to do what's ultimately best for your learners in your community, and you don't settle for anything less than that. And That's ultimately, I think, what will come out of this. Well, I'm looking forward to learning more as this does continue to unfold, Dr. Steiner. Before I let you go, I do have to throw out the congratulations for the volleyball team on that state title there. Yeah, they made us pretty darn proud. Yeah. Uh, they, made, they made it exciting in that 3-2 win, but <laughs> wonderful group of young ladies and yeah. great coaches. Well, congratulations to them. Congratulations to you on this award. And I give you my word, once we these announcements are ready to go, love to have you back, Dr. Steiner. We will do that. Thanks so much for, for sharing our story. I really appreciate yeah. it. You take care, all right? We'll talk again soon.
Thank you. Uh, yeah, you bet, Dr. Corey Steiner out there. That's a Northern Cass. Uh, you know, this is one of those things, five hundred thousand dollars. You imagine what that can do for a school district, uh, just for being innovative, taking a chance, and having a you know a product out there, a, a model that's so different yet clearly pro- producing results. That's why I thought about the, the teachers right away. You asked so much of recognizing when a child maybe is hungry, whether there's some emotional uh, you know, crisis going on, there's something at home, and then you start adding that on to a teacher. If you can remove that with professionals, I think everybody wins there. 237-5948, that's the Delaney studio line. Traffic reports into 35270 provided by the iConsultants of North Dakota. I'm coming back to you, your phone calls, your texts, the whole rest of the way here on Afternoons Live.